This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Question time on the Sounding Board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. We'll start with Mozza from Cobden. If we were starting the AFL from scratch today, not counting Geelong, how many teams would you have based in Melbourne? And he loves the pod, Hutchie. Um, Moza, I reckon it's a fantastic question because it's something that I do bounce around in my own head at times, Hutchie, and I'm sure you do as a businessman. If you were to start the entire juggernaut that is the AFL today, what would the number be in this in the in the heartland of of the code? And and I I, I love this question, and I I, I can't. Fathom a guess at it. What I do know, it would be less, if you include Geelong being 10, it would be far less than 10. I would say it would be as few as four. I'd be six to eight, most probably eight. Eight? Yeah, because the bulk of the interest. Okay, then let's pose the question, which two do you leave? Because if you were to start it again, would you actually just start with new teams even? Like new team names? The question is if you're starting from scratch, so none of them would exist. You wouldn't even know the names of them. I mean, Eight's a lot. I mean, yeah, it I, doesn't I, actually necessarily prove the issue. I think Melbourne is at least 40% of the interest in the competition. Well, Victoria is 40% of the interest in the competition as a minimum, maybe 50. You need the heartland to be strong. So I, I think... No, that, that, see, but if you ask the same of a, of a person in, in Adelaide or SA or yep. WA, they'd be saying that they are equally passionate to the most passionate Victorian. Yeah, but they're not 40%, are they? Like, they're... No, but that's because of the nature of the competition. It's the VFL that tacked on two teams in 1987 yeah, and then tacked on a few so more think, in the 90s. You think six teams in and Perth then two were more. There? No, but what's the fair question? But, but why, why should Perth be penalised for the for the geographical they're, they're, remoteness they're of not, it? They're, they're not. They've got as much love and they're not being penalised. You, you peanut. Well, how many should they have then? Why shouldn't they have six then? Well, they'd have no less than two. No, but why, okay. Why should Melbourne have six and 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 Perth two, which is the current status? Well, okay. Well, the size of the city for starters, it's about. You know, two or three times the size, size of the um, interest, and the size of the ability to attend. I think I could get my head around three in WA, three in South Australia, six to eight in Victoria, uh, no less than uh, Northern Territory needs a team. Tasmania absolutely has to have a team. Just one. Yep. Yep. All right. Anyway, Mozzie, you can see how that conversation and, and, is never going to have an answer. And to answer your question, North Melbourne would be one of the teams that should move. They've, all, they've I've long said they're they still should, going missed, down that path. Eh? You asked the so, question. They missed the opportunity, and in oh, part to, because to, of to go the, to the Gold Coast. Part because of because that would have Pig-headed way you reported at the Herald Sun at the time, where you integrity, integrity went out the window. That would have worked, and your fan fandom kicked in. There we go. <laughs> ben <laughs> says the Foo Fighters are playing in Geelong this Friday. To signify that Victoria is back and open after COVID. Let's say a month ago they said, no, we're not available. Instead, we have to go to another international act to come down and play in Geelong. Who would it be to play in Geelong? Who would you want, Hutchie? You, 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 it's hard to go past the killers, isn't it? As a... They're back here in December, aren't they? Are they? Yeah. Springsteen for yeah. me or yeah. Bon Jovi. There's not many better live than the killers, I reckon. Fantastic. I've been fortunate enough to see them. Uh, Melanie Bray on Twitter, Conspiracy Theory. Clarko is in it up to his waist with Tassie to eventually take over the Gold Coast Suns, which will be relocated to Tassie. <laughs> I love a conspiracy yeah, no, theory. <laughs> no, Maloney. He, he won't. Uh, ta- Gold Coast will never be in Tassie. Tassie no. will get a team. And yeah, Clarko's going to have at least, well, he's going to have multiple jobs to look at, isn't he? Yeah. I get the, he's, he got, he's got a lot of traction with his role on the Tassie Commission or the Tassie Consortium. Yep. Um, how much weight's it got? With, with his voice to it, what helps? Yeah, or what? 
Well, he, I, he gets a head. I don't on think it's just his voice. I think it's actually his energy. Like he's so pig-headed, and he's so determined to get his own way on things that it it, it needs yeah. crash or crash through people on that. And, and and that issue has gone from will there be a license? It's just a matter of when, when are they going to announce the license, hasn't it? I'm a, bit, I'm a bit unlucky that the seven hundred and fifty million dollars stadium was announced on the same day that the state's internet crashed, didn't they? That was a, that was a Did bit it? stiff. Yeah, it was. A, I didn't even catch tough, up with that. Tough day everywhere. The weather I in Australia. Didn't catch so. that, uh, Corey. I, Mc- I think. Clearly, the Gold Coast Suns are going to be one of the clubs that are going to be looking at what they do. The West Coast Eagles, you wouldn't guarantee Adam Simpson's coach into the future. Let's hope he is. But that's another club that has long flirted with the idea of Clark as its coach and won't be too far from the conversation if that changes. There'll be options for him in the next year, you'd think. Simpson has got a long-term contract. I know you. I know your views on contracts of coaches. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Corey McKay on Facebook, Kachi, there's a reference to me, so you may as well read it. With the AFL recording operating loss of $43 million for 2021, is it time that Damo cashed in one day of his 22-week <laughs> annual leave package to Ten buy some quarters. decent mics for poor Josh Gablick and Nathan Schmook of AFL Daily so it doesn't sound like they're recording in their bathrooms? I didn't notice that, that audio was, was that way, Corey, but I will uh, listen back to it and report back. Chris, well, can, I, I, can I explain a little bit about the AFL's loss to you? But running a public business, I can speak a little bit to this. Yep. Chief Executive Officer of an ASX company, you are? Yep. The annual leave balances you need to accrue in your P&L, which affects your EBITDA. And, now, and I've, I, I think I know what EBITDA is, but for the people who may not, Hachi, just layman's terms, please. Earnings before tax and depreciation. So $43 million loss. A good chunk of that was Damo coming back a little early from his holidays, <laughs> which they need to carry on the books in paper value into the end of the year. So, Well, on that basis, uh, the fact that you're, you're – and I'm not the, going to go there because it what just is, causes problems. The auditors, I, I've the been trouble came in defending my 10 weeks of leave, Hachi, with, the two, with, with one of the people Corey, that, that has a long time off on your breakfast show, and it's not, I don't have a go at that person. I'm having a go at you for having a go at me. Corey, the auditors – the auditors came in and said... So, Gary, I'm not having a go at you when, when I say anything about leave. Corey, the auditors came in and said, how many weeks Damon got his contract? 22. How many... 22. He was, back, he was back after 19. We're going to have to take those four weeks into the EBITDA. Oh, it's going to blow out the loss. In the EBITDA. That's what happened. You never even know what an EBITDA was until you were officially appointed CEO of ASX Company, aren't you? <laughs> Chris McMahon on Facebook. My question would be, why does the football bounce in different directions when it hits the ground? I probably should have read that before I read it out, aren't you? <laughs> uh, hang on. It's from Junior C-Mac. Sorry, Good I'll on get you, it Junior now. Junior C-Mac. That's awesome. Well, it's one of the arts yeah. of our game, Junior C-Mac, and that is the ball is oval, so it's an unpredictable bounce. <laughs> and, it's, and it's the beauty of... And of, the ability to read that as a player is what makes the great players great. And, and Junior C-Mac, um, if you ever get the chance to speak to Stephen Milne, who felt the ball was going to bounce up into his hands in the famous drawn grand final of 2010, you'll, you'll get a response there as to, as to why that ball bounces in ways that even the great people who can read the ball sometimes don't know. Uh, David J on Facebook has gone your, your path, Hutchie. What do you think of the prospects are of Clarkson coaching West Coast next year? You think they're reasonable, don't you? I don't know if it'll be next year, and I don't. And I would absolutely back Adam Simpson in to turn the fortunes of the West Coast around. But I suspect that somewhere in the future, if available, and the West Coast were in need of a, a coach, he'd be high on the list. Blair William, Facebook, with Fox League having access to broadcast a clean feed with its own talent, which I believe came about due to a desperation at the NRL at the time it was signed. Can you see them pushing for a similar model in the AFL? A fair chunk of 
already of people watch the game on Fox purely for the HD and no ad breaks. And with the rise of KO, surely Fox would like to be able to better utilise its immense stable of talent and provide people a genuine viewing choice. This is your wheelhouse. When you start I, talking I, about quality of picture, that's where most of us go to 1.5 and fast track Yeah, but the, the question's relating to the use of um, commentators. I, I would like a scenario where you had a chance to, to listen to different um, commentary of of the broadcast match, so to speak. And, and I, I refer there, if, if, if people are not understanding Blair's question, I think the way I'm reading it is um, Channel 7's commentary will, will air on the Foxtel product for the Channel 7 game. Yeah, I think Fox are less likely to attend venue than the free-to-airs. I shouldn't. I think Fox are going to be a little bit more studio-based with their commentary this year. Oh, they're at not, times. are they? At times. Oh, that, that annoys me because there's no reason for that to be the case now. Yeah, but I think they've, they've, they were heading that way anyway before, particularly in the NRL. Like, oh, that, that's mind-numbing as a viewer, Hutchie. I'm sorry. Well, I reckon... I would, and there's no reason for I would for challenge the... that. I don't reckon you know half the time where they are. Oh, yeah, absolutely you know. Absolutely you know. Because there's, there's just broad sweeping statements. That's what I'll do one week. I'll bring in five games where I know where the commentators are and you don't. And I'll oh, see Hutchie, if you can get five I, I, could, five. I couldn't think of anything worse to do, but... I can tell you when I'm watching a game. That'd be a good little fun afternoon for us both. That, how long would that take? <laughs> we, we do that at 1.5 speed. <laughs> yeah. All right, a couple to finish with, Damo. We've got busy days here. Come okay, on. Francis Curo on Twitter. A lot of Aussie cricketers are being publicly endorsed for the England coaching job. Seems more than normal. Is it almost like, do we want to see Australia lose? It's a good point. There's a lot of people, as, as Francis mentions, the quality of candidate is clearly good from an Australian perspective. And there's only so many coaching jobs around the world that yep. are going to appeal to the elite candidates. Well, there's a few things to this. There's an elite era of Australian ex-players, many of whom might be available, point one. Point two, there's not a lot of English elite players at that time who might become elite coaches, number two. And point three, it travels as clickbait in both countries. Yep. Aussie could take England job is a headline that everyone clicks on. Yeah. One more, Stu Clegg, Facebook. Uh, do you think there's scope for a special grand final edition of the footy show this year? By this, I mean a reunion of the classic Thursday night crew Featuring the likes of Ed, Sam, Trev, Billy, Craw, Floydy, and he's put us in too, Hutchie. Um, no, I don't, Stu. I think it's done. Well, I don't think. I think that it will well, absolutely well, work. We, we do a Friday night extravaganza yep. of, the, of the Sunday footy show, and that, last, that, that rates its absolute socks off. The last so Thursday in front of a crowd back in, was it 19 or 20, was a great success. I would, I would not be surprised at all, Steve, if Eddie, uh, Stu, if Eddie's got that on the agenda. Really? Yep. I would be surprised if we were invited, but <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised at all if and, uh, and failing that, should just tune on on the Friday night when the Sunday Footy Show does its Friday night grand final yeah. edition. Now, who's replaced Bill? You're, you're big on this, aren't you? Yeah, I don't know. We're having a meeting. I think it's tomorrow. Actually, season's not far away. You're across that. Yeah, but <laughs> well, how many meetings have you had your, for your show? Have you actually have you had any meetings for your? Been very active in the background. Are, are you on? Um, have you? Yeah. Have you? Yeah, we've been in planning mode since about November. Oh, now I know you. <laughs> now I know you're talking. You know what? <laughs> now, actually, can I ask you a question? In the first episode of the footy show of the Footy Classified this year, that's the end of the questions. By the way, I'm going to end, end with one question to you. Okay. Um, tell me if you are me, how you address with Caro and Sam the collective mind story on the first. That's a fantastic question and one you probably should have raised because you've been doing, doing a lot of research in the WhatsApp group prior to our shows in the main body of the sounding board, Hutchie, rather me, than as a, as a you, thought you've got on, on a whim of the back end of questions. Tell me how you'd approach it if you were me. Could I give you a proper answer to that off the top of our show next week? Yes. Would that yeah, be we'll a, is, that, is that a good tease we'll for our show next week? next week? Yeah. 
what what are you thinking before I before we shut it down? Um, I think that's a, a good strategy. So I want you to think about that. No, have you got an idea as to how you should approach it yourself? Well, it's Monday week. I started to cast my mind to how relevant it was and how long for and how to do it. I'm just starting to, to mull an idea. Yep. yep. And I thought, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll ask Damo. And I just didn't get around asking you off here, so here I am asking you on. <laughs> we don't this, talk off here anymore. This has been the sounding <laughs> board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to mull over your future questions, choose to drink wise. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board Questions with Hachi and Damo. Send us your questions via Twitter or Facebook at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.